Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's the Underpowered Hour. This week, we talk to Chris, who doesn't listen to the show, about ranking the Land Rover collection and his Mini Cooper and International Harvester Scout. And now, without delay, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Steve Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about our cars and what we're working on at thebarriscollection.com or follow us on Instagram at thebarriscollection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss. Thank you to everyone joining us today. I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram, at Pangolin. 4x4. Let's get started. All right, Chris. Well, for those who are frequent listeners to the show, you will know Chris, who doesn't listen to the show. Chris, who is not a frequent listener to the show, doesn't know that. And uh, of course, we talk about Chris yep. uh, well, all the time, uh, you know, pretty much, pretty much constantly. Uh, it really is almost a show about Chris, who doesn't listen to the show. So mm. welcome for the, for the first time. Uh, probably, maybe the last. I, I don't know. Could be last. Could be last. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It depends. As everybody knows, Ike and uh, Linus and Jenna and Maddie are all in uh, Australia. They're uh, down under. I believe Ike and uh, Linus are involved in uh, some kind of a kangaroo fighting ring. Let me uh, break in real quick. Who who would you put your money on, Linus or Ike, in that fight? Oh, that's a good... Versus a kangaroo. It's, okay, all right. I don't think a tag team. I think like... like it's like... Ike versus kangaroo or... Or no, like no, no, they're, no. Separate, they're separate matches. Se- separate matches. Okay. Who okay. Would, Nobody, who, would, yeah. who would best a kangaroo? Who would best a kangaroo uh, in a fight? Would it be Linus mm-hmm. or would it be Ike? That's a great question. Because, you know, in a fight with each other, they are perfectly evenly matched because they're the same person. Um, sure. But, uh, yeah, in a kangaroo fight, I have to feel like uh, Linus is probably better equipped for a kangaroo fight simply because he's a little he's a little bit wilier and uh, okay. i believe in the uh you know in the era where he is from cuz uh mm-hmm. we don't listen to the show but uh we no. we're pretty sure that uh linus fell into some kind of like time portal and uh, mm. ended up in our time from the early 1800s um but uh but yeah i would just think just based on like a, a sheer uh a desire maybe mm-hmm. to, to potentially injure a kangaroo. I, I think it's sure. got to, I'd probably take Linus. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't know though. That's tough. That's tough. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe um, I, I don't listen to the show, but maybe, maybe one of the listeners out there could, um, could do like an, an artist rendition if there's like a talented no. person that could do that. Like, uh, like a steampunky time traveling mm-hmm. Linus mm-hmm. fighting a, pig, uh, a kangaroo. Fighting a kangaroo. I mean, like, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It, I would listen to the show and watch the YouTube stream if that happened. So, if, if, if more know? people did stuff like that. Yeah, I would too, quite frankly. I think that's a great yeah. idea. 
Um, yeah, yeah, and that's a, yeah. that sounds like a t-shirt and a half right there. Uh, Linus, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. steampunk Linus fights a kangaroo seems like, mm-hmm. uh, that's a winning t-shirt right there. Yeah. So we'll, yeah, we'll you know? see if we can't get that up on the uh, underpowered hour store. That would be, uh, that would be great, <laughs> but we would be remiss if we didn't, uh, we didn't talk about the reason that, that, well, not the reason that you're here, certainly, but, uh, but one of the reasons is that, uh, you know, Chris and I have known each other for a very, 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 very long time two 200 uh, plus years now. And At least. Uh, yeah, we've been we've been involved in in many adventures over those years, and uh, some mm-hmm. of those adventures involved a uh, a Land Rover vehicle. Some yeah. of those that are just off to the, your left hand uh, side there, uh, you can. We picked a shot that has like mostly shop garbage and then like a tiny bit of Land Rover. We could have yeah, just put you really in front of that it. for a little while. Chris thought value. that the uh, the the show was just about the Sandblaster. Uh, upgrades. Uh, there was just one episode, just one episode. I'm but, uh, not convinced it's not. I mean, you haven't proved me wrong. So. It's a good point. We're already talking <laughs> about the Sandblasters. So, and uh, it's just like my, the only uh, episode my dad ever listened to was the one about rivets. And so uh, mm-hmm. he's like, mm-hmm. yep, not for me. Yeah. I don't need to know yeah. any more about rivets. So we've, uh, your dad and I have talked about that, that, uh, that it's yeah. just the rivets and the sandblasting. And riveting sandblaster. I mean, I I'm looking yeah. at the sandblaster. There's a bunch of rivets in it. So there is a bunch of know? rivets in it. Yeah, I yeah. riveted a bunch of it mm-hmm. together. So well, there you go. Mm-hmm. That sums up the show pretty much in one uh, package. There, it's a sandblasty yeah, sure rivety does. good time. Yeah, it's like a spinoff series, a riveting good time. <laughs> it's a riveting good time. <laughs> we could absolutely, yeah. We'll get. It's like again the uh, underpowered hour cinematic universe. I think that's uh, there. You that's go. what we're going for. That's what we're going for. So. Uh, as part of our prep for this, we've uh, we've well, you've decided, and I've agreed to it. I did that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that we're going to go through, and we're going to uh, you know sort of rank my uh, you know collection of Land Rovers and Land Rovers that I've owned over the years, because a lot of those Land Rovers have been involved in some pretty fun uh, adventures. So you have some kind of tool uh, for creating uh, such rankings, which is, uh, is very I high do. tech. I so. do. It is super high tech. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to share and, my, for the. I mean. The watchers, they get to see what uh, what we're talking about. If you so. haven't uh, headed over to the uh, the old YouTube, please head over there for this episode. Uh, if for no other reason than to check out this very fancy chart thing <laughs> that uh, Chris has come up with. And so, okay, we're going to we're going to start ranking my collection of uh, of Land Rovers from years past to current uh, Land Rovers. I have had a relationship with every one of these Land Rovers, though. These are none mm-hmm. of these. Maybe nice maybe maps. next time. Next time I'm on, we'll do we'll do like a wish list instead. Yeah. You know, like oh, that's a, like a good a 101 idea. or you know things like that. So just to to give a rundown, so so I've kind of broken it down into into a couple of different categories. Just okay. best, you know, what is yeah. the best? You What's know, the best um, one? Yeah, well, that's going to be very hard. I, it's going to be very hard. hard. You yeah. know, who do you love more? Is it you know Liza mm-hmm. or Cooper mm-hmm. or you know the mm-hmm. Defender? I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. We should have put them Liza's in here too. Hard. Actually, that's hard. <laughs> we should have added those into the. Into the list. The hard three-way tie. Yeah, right. Okay. The, the next category is just pretty okay. Um, pretty okay. Okay. Yeah. So pretty, pretty okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we've got um, uh, amazing, uh, but might never leave the shop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a few on and, that list. Probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah right. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, arguably, I mean, any Land Rover is in that category. Right? It could I really mean, well be. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Any Land Rover yeah. certainly has a potential to be in that category. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the the most off roadiest. Um, okay, yeah, we got some good off roady yeah. ones. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, the the daily driverist. So, right, the most daily driveriest. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I think I'm I think I'm ready to uh, to start categorizing these landovers. Okay, so for 
So first up, randomly uh, pick a Land Rover from the list of Barris uh, mm. collection uh, cars there, and we'll uh, we'll see. Let's uh, let's go with this guy. What is that? Is that, that? A, uh, is that a Series Three? It's a pickup. One oh nine pickup. So that would have yes. been my uh, my nineteen seventies British military one oh nine pickup, which actually came over to uh, Canada and was used by the Canadian forces as a sort mm-hmm. of uh, as an army pickup truck. And uh, mm-hmm. let's see, that one, you know, that one drove pretty good uh, for the most part. Okay. Um, yep. You know, didn't have a lot of problems with it. It was pretty good at starting. Uh, it had no heater to speak of. Uh, so the, uh, the, the heater core wasn't in the car. Instead, it was mm-hmm. just a little, a little piece of pipe that uh, connected yeah. the tubes together inside the heater core. So it was very, very cold. And it was my daily and, driver for, for a while. But in Canada, I mean, would you want yeah. to, I mean, you were much younger then, had probably yeah. a lot more tolerance for um, uncomfortableness. Sure. I would So no problem driving that every day. Yes. No, but, today it certainly but, wouldn't be a daily driver. It wouldn't be a daily driver. So, you know, uh, so maybe I think like, it's probably pretty okay. It's probably pretty okay. That, that Series okay. 3. You know, it's right. a Series 3, so if Ike was here, of course, he would make fun of all the plastic inside of it and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all, all mm-hmm. that sort of uh, 900 little plasticky bits that make up the interior of a Series 3. Um, you know, but yep. yeah, I think that was a pretty okay one. That was, I loved that car a lot um, and uh, sold that car. That Nothing terrible happened to that car, which a lot of my early Canadian Land Rovers, something terrible happened to them. So that one was, yeah, that was, I, I think that was pretty okay. I think that was pretty okay. Pretty okay. Happy to, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I like a Land Rover pickup quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I, and yeah. strangely, even though we've known each other for 200 years, I did not know you when you had that one. So I've actually That's never, um, it was a long time other ago. than like, you know, walking around, I've only ever seen them. I've never actually been in a pickup, mm-hmm. uh, but I really like one. You should buy one so that I can ride. Okay. It. All right. No, I'll thanks. get on that. Well, we're working. I think the next one is, right. uh, trying to get Abigail to buy a two door discovery from Ivan. That'll be, that'll probably be the mm. next and then she'll get tired of it mm-hmm. right away or hate it, and then I'll have to buy it because that was the deal. So that's true. That's yeah. uh, that sort of like laundering a Land Rover through Abigail. Got it. Yeah, you know. Um, all right, let's pick. Uh, let's pick this. Uh, this this Range Rover. Oh, that, Range Rover Classic. Yeah, uh, Range Rover Classic yeah. One or Range Rover Classic Two. Since I've owned two of them over the years, so the first you know, one I you know, did not yeah. put the P thirty eight on this list. So oh um, yeah, well no, we don't was that a P thirty eight? No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're both Range Rover Classics. Both three point oh, nine liter V eights. Yeah, both three point nine mm-hmm. liter V eights. Both Alpine white. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one was uh, stolen in Calgary, and the gas tank was set on fire, and uh, the mm-hmm. car was uh, burned to the ground out on the 22X uh, highway in yeah. Calgary. Uh, mm-hmm. The second one I actually uh, sold to a gentleman in Florida halfway through a backdating uh, project I was doing on it, and he finished it, and it is gorgeous. He's done an exceptionally nice job, and uh, that's on Right. Uh, Wasn't on the he, internet, so. didn't he like partner that with a airplane or something weird uh, uh, am i making that up no with a classic triumph uh scrambler motorcycle that matches I don't know where it. i got the airplane from yeah oh that's pretty cool though it's super cool. cool he's done a great job and it's a beautiful car mm-hmm. and uh, a nice mm-hmm. motorcycle combo it's really neat. he really loves it he, he enjoys it so let's see so well both mm-hmm. both of those range rovers were wonderful it was very disappointing when the one was stolen and uh, and burned to the ground so i think it's fair to say that you know those ones uh, uh those were daily drivers both of those cars yeah so i think that's yeah, uh, yeah it's fair to say those were those were very practical. They both had automatic transmissions. They both had 3.9 V8 in them. They were they were great. They were great cars. 
I mean, the Range Rover is uh, it is a very drivable vehicle. So. Oh yeah, it's super nice. It's super right. nice. It has armrests on the door sides in the original in the back of the car. It has flip down mm-hmm. armrests on mm-hmm. both sides mm-hmm. of the passenger uh, in the back. I, you can't you can't top that. That's amazing. you can't beat that. You can't beat no, that. No, it's so good. Your arms are both that. comfortable. Why do you just have to have your 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 inside arm comfortable? Were they the uh, the adjustable height ones too that you could like? Roll no, the they weren't. The front seats have those. The Range Rover front seats yeah. have those. Yeah, but it, but the, the rear back ones didn't. No. No, you just had to slouch if you were too tall. Yeah, no, it's all right. Uh, all right, what's next? I'm going to keep just grabbing from the middle here. Yeah, um, just let's grab just, uh, let's go. With, let's, go with, let's go with Camel. Oh, the Camel Trophy uh, Discovery. So my 93 mm-hmm. Sabah Malaysia Camel Trophy Discovery. I think it's pretty fair to say that probably goes in the most off-roady category. I um, dropped it right yeah. in the most off-roady, you know? I mean, I... I um, yeah. Yeah. Now I have uh, had the pleasure of driving that vehicle many, yeah, many times. times. Many times. Yeah. Only, only on the road though. So that's true. You've you know, never driven uh, it off road. Yeah, yeah that's I've right. That's never right. driven it off road. But you've transited it to a number of places. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I mean, when you got it, I mean, you picked it up in Vancouver, right? That's right. Yeah. It and came then over from France I, to Vancouver. And then I flew up to uh, to Seattle, and and that's right. uh, I mean that you know if if I think about it, I mean again never listened to the show, but have heard yeah. of the summer breakdown segment. Um, oh, right. Yes. I was yeah, kind yeah. of the first summer breakdown, I think. You know, right? you like, really were. You really were. Yeah. Because yeah. we had, you know, for some reason, I have this uh, distorted sense of vehicle capability and uh, <laughs> didn't think there was anything wrong <laughs> yeah. with taking a that. car, yeah. you know, that had been essentially been on a boat for eight months. And mm-hmm. uh, we didn't even put new batteries in it. Uh, we didn't even Mm-mm. put new batteries in it. It just was... Uh, you know, kind of ready to go. We did have a shop up there in Vancouver, did give it a sort of once over, uh, Don uh, and his team up there. Uh, and they, uh, you know, they did some, you know, worthiness things sort of to yeah. it. And, no, uh, no, no shade at Don, but he, did he look at the tires at all? I mean, well, we that's lost. the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we woke up every day to a tire that had, that had yeah. blown. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we would have a flat tire every bit. It took us what, four days to get, not even three days to get back. Maybe two overnight. I mean, I we, sh- yeah, maybe, maybe I don't remember exactly, but some, that sounds something like right. that. Right. And so we would, so I, I do remember the first night that we got up, we went down to the truck and, uh, it, it had at least a flat tire. It may have had mm-hmm. more than, no, I think it just had one and there was a spare on the back. And that's yep. when we realized we didn't have any tools or a jack yes. or yeah, anything right. with us. Because right. I had to fly to Canada, and flying to Canada with a bunch of tools is yeah, a with little a floor tricky. jack. Yeah, it's it's a little yeah. tricky. That's you know they get they get kind of weird about that mm-hmm. at the border. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't mm-hmm. think to ask you to bring a tool roll with you or anything. Of course, we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't think about that. Um, and no. so we went. I think we drove it to Lowe's on basically a deflated tire because the Lowe's was like around the corner. Um, yep, and we then did. we changed out that tire in the Lowe's parking lot to the spare. Mm-hmm. And then where did we go? Did we, I think then we just went to a tire shop and asked, do you have one tire that's the size of the, for this car? For this rim, right? Yeah. For this rim. Yeah. And we didn't think <laughs> yeah. to like buy like two tires. We just got the one no. for some reason. Yeah. Well, and then basically repeated that every morning all the way back, uh, all the way yeah. back to at that time, Hollywood, right? It, we, I kept it at my, it was at my apartment in Hollywood for a little while. Was it? Uh, because yeah, it was I guess before so. I, it was before I bought my house. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so it was it was in Hollywood uh, in a parking garage for a little while, just barely fit mm-hmm. into the parking garage because of the giant yeah. shape of the roof. And, uh, it is yeah, a tall, tall car. 
it is a big yeah. it is a big giant car. It is yeah. a big giant car. Yeah. But that was really fun. I, that was a fun thing. Yeah. Another fun trip that I did in that car with you. What did you drive? Did you drive the series one or the stage one? I don't remember. When we did the mm-hmm. Peterson um uh, yes. uh I did. Road I drove tour for, the, for the British. You drove the 80, I took the camel, and then I think our other friend yeah. uh, uh brought the stage one, right? So, that's right. Yeah, that's wow. exactly right. Yeah, yeah. That was really yeah. fun. Yeah, we did a tour through Beverly Hills, drove down Rodeo Drive, mm-hmm. our, mm-hmm. the Beverly Hills police, mm-hmm. you know, the police mm-hmm. station there in Beverly Hills. And yeah, that was really mm-hmm. fun. That was super fun. That day, that though, one. it was like was 120 so degrees or something out. Yeah. It, but it was like yeah. November or something, wasn't it? Like there was no reason for it, it to be that hot. It was awful. It was yeah, awful. It was, it but was, it, was, really um, it was still a good time. I, I love doing those uh, those kind of events. It's, it's great to see those old cars out on the road and um, oh, yeah. talk to I all think, those. Oh, yeah, all those super old dudes with their. Now, and I, yeah. I want to say that every E-Type broke down. They all overheated, every single oh, yeah. one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the only cars that that like beat it unassisted were a couple of minis and the few yeah. Land Rovers. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, when go. the minis break, it's pretty easy to just push it, you know? I yeah. Mean, that's, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I don't uh, know yeah. that they came in under their own power now that I, I mean, that, yeah. Yeah. You know, know, but, I mean, mine, you know, I mean, I have a, uh, I have a, a 1965 uh, Traveler, mm-hmm. um, which is the station wagon version. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, but yeah. Yeah, the long, the long wheelbase mini, the long, the long wheelbase mini. That's uh, exactly yeah. what you think of when you think of mini. Um, uh, I mean, you could basically, I mean, it's got a whopping 38 horsepower. I'm pretty sure I could like punch my feet through the rusty floor and just flat Flintstone it faster than the car drives. So, um, many of them may have done that. So I may have just done that. Yeah. Or one good push from a car behind them and they can coast the entire way there. There's very little. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very little rolling resistance. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. No, that was a, that, I mean, the camel is always a great time. We've had it, uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, did we bring the camel? We did. We brought the camel to the Arizona, uh, we Western did? national mm-hmm. event. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill Burke was there. A uh, number of other mm-hmm. folks, uh, were there. Jim West was there. That's, uh, that's what started, um, the people, the, the, the previous camel trophy, uh, winner signing the, the sun visor, right? That, that's that right. Event? Yeah. Yeah. Now there is, uh, there's not a lot of space in the interior of the, uh, dash of the camel dash and the headliner of the camel that. That's hasn't true, been yeah. Signed. But we've mm-hmm. been very, very lucky to have an awful lot of uh, mm-hmm. of Land Rover, uh, you know, royalty uh, come through and and uh, sign. Uh, you know, Bob uh, Ives has never hasn't signed it. He's actually never been here to the shop in Los Angeles. He's been up in Oregon with us a couple of times. Well, wow. get Bob in there. Got to get a few. But Bob, we've got some good ones. Get over yeah. here, Bob. Yeah, um, he's got to get over. Here. He's got to get over here. All right, what's up next? I said stage one a couple times. So let's go stage one. This is yeah, the stage so one. Right? Stage it's one. So on my screen. Stage one one or stage one two? <laughs> I've had two of them. Uh, I guess average them together. Average the average of the two. <laughs> so you know, my my first car, my first Land Rover, uh, first car mm-hmm. ever was a was a stage one V eight uh, that I yep. got uh, from a, a friend out in Sundry, Alberta, a gentleman named Ivor Wild, who's still around. He's still uh, he's still. Mm-hmm selling Land Rovers, uh, and uh, he's he's a great guy. He's a good old friend. I remember Ivor, yeah. So, yeah, Ivor's a great guy. A crazy place out there, just a field full of Land Rovers out in out in Sundry, Alberta. And uh, anyway, so uh, so that was where the first one came from. That one, uh, unfortunately, met a sort of an unfortunate end in that it was just a, a bit too much of a project for me to take on when I was, you know, 16, 15, 16 years, I think is when I bought yeah. that car. And, uh, you know, so that, that first one certainly is a, an amazing, 
Uh, but that's never that never really left the shop. That thing never really saw the road all that often. Now, my current Jeez. stage one, fantastic. I mean, my current stage one, I drive all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Currently, it's it's sort of in the shop, uh, laid up a little bit because it needs, um, you know, it needs some work on the swivel balls. But uh, our good uh, friends at Design Development are going to uh, send over a set of their full rebuild kit and we're going to get that on the list of things to do the ever-growing list of things to do but uh but yeah that one's maybe between never leaving the shop and pretty okay i think uh you know and uh, and occasionally occasionally the new one becomes the daily driver for for a few weeks every now and then so so on the pretty okay line is it ahead of or behind the 109 oh definitely ahead of the 109 pickup yeah it's definitely ahead of the 101 I, I would say it's it's a pretty amazing car. It's a pretty amazing car. I love the I love the the 101 V8 or the 109 V8. But uh, you know it's uh, you know there's some there's some bits on it that are really hard to get. And so mm-hmm, uh, when mm-hmm, one of those bits mm-hmm. breaks, it uh, ends up mm-hmm. being laid up for a little while. So mm-hmm, you know you'll have mm-hmm. that. All right, we're gonna move on. Let's go to um, let, let's let's go to. I don't know if it's a listener favorite. Uh, yeah, I know it's you're one of your favorites because you won't stop uh-huh. talking about it. I right. as much as I would like you to. Uh, let's yeah. go to the G4. Um, oh, uh, the undisputed <laughs> king of Land Rovers. Most off-roady? Uh, yeah. No, no. I would say that is definitely challenge. amazing, but might never leave the workshop. As you know, Chris, that car has not been actually running <laughs> uh, since the day that I bought it. Uh, it has been. It will come up on a year here pretty soon of ownership, and it has not mm-hmm. left a uh, a shop of some kind uh, yet. Mm-hmm. From the day I bought it, it went to Ed Testa's shop and hasn't left a shop of some kind since. So, uh, yeah. Uh, although still, again, the undisputed uh, king of Land Rovers. So, uh, you know, it, uh, maybe maybe this is the week. Maybe uh, maybe we'll go get it this weekend and we'll uh, we'll get it running. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, first step to recovery is admitting that there's a problem, Steve. So, I mean. Um, <laughs> uh, man, if uh, if that's what it means, I don't want to get better. I'm, I'm fine with being sick. Yeah. I, uh, I'm happy to. Happy to have it. Well, and, and you don't know this because you're, you don't uh, listen to the show, but uh, at uh, Anarch, which is the big uh, festival coming up here this June in uh, New York uh, mm-hmm. State, which hopefully everyone has got their tickets for because it's selling out fast, Ike and I are going to be joined by our good friends over at the Center Steer podcast, um, uh, John Kosich and, uh, and Dixon Kenner. And uh, Ike and Dixon are going to be uh, Team 80-inch, and apparently John and I are going to be Team Freelander. And we're going to do some uh, feats feats of driving prowess to finally answer once and for wow. all is the original land rover better than the freelander uh and i think uh you know the thing is is that you know an 80 inch is a you know it's a pretty uh it's a pretty revered car uh they're mm-hmm. very very collectible extremely expensive um you know and and uh, you don't want to hurt that car uh the freelander on the other hand i don't really give a shit so i think by sheer uh, willingness to uh, nearly destroy that Freelander. I think John and I have got it uh, in the back. Sure. So, you know, yeah. that's what I think. That's what I think. I Seems fair. Seems mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's jump over to uh, to the 80 inch. Let's, uh, let's, yeah, let's see where you're going to put that guy. I mean, I think the, it's certainly not a daily driver. Right? It is not a daily driver. No, not in not is, modern uh, traffic. Uh, in 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 ye olden times, it was pretty most off roady. Right. It's most up ready, you know, but not really compared um, to some of the other cars in the fleet, obviously. Uh, yeah, um, so it is amazing, um, that's for sure. But it does leave the workshop all the time. Uh, not right now, it, it's taken apart, but normally it, 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 it drives around, it drives around. 
Um, it does. It does drive around. I've driven in it, so I yeah, will say it has left the shop. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly more than pretty okay. I think it's got to be the best Land Rover. I mean, I do think that the 80-inch Land Rover is probably the best Land Rover in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my 1951 80-inch is uh, certainly one of my very favorite cars. It's a huge crowd pleaser. Uh, any any Land Rover fan or non-Land Rover fan that comes over to the workshop is always enamored by seeing the original Land Rover. And, uh, right. you know, so it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's as close to sort of a go-kart that's street legal as you can uh, you can get a little tractor uh, golf cart situation going on. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. One of these days, I was going to say, we got to do, we got to do a drag race, right? We got to oh, do a yeah, drag race sure. between between the Mini and the Series 1. 40 horsepower um, cars, uh, yeah. Yeah, right? But we could do we could design a series of challenges, right? We'll do we'll do like a flat, straight drag race. Yes, zero, yes. Maybe a 0 to 60 time or something, yes, or 0 yes. to 50, because yeah. we're not going to yeah, have I think you probably. I don't think um, we can get to 60. <laughs> 0 to 45. And then like a, yeah. a, I guess a hill climb, which I the yeah. Series 1's probably going to take that. Um, well, it depends on how much lead up, I guess, you get to it. You know, you get a good true, enough, right? uh, you get a good momentum, you can get the Mini up there, it'll be fine, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Mini has the weight advantage in that scenario. Yeah, we really should. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, and if you get the Mini stuck, you just you mm-hmm. just carry it out. You know, you get the series right. stuck. It's pretty heavy. So yeah, it's a little. It's hard. pretty heavy. Yeah. Maybe the uh, maybe the the listeners can suggest some uh, some ideas for what yeah. uh, what kind of competitions we could we could put I those cars in. And we'll do I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I think it's a great. I'm idea. not gonna yeah listen to that episode when we do it. No, but, of course. Uh, I'll get it. I'll get Liza. We'll transcribe <laughs> it for you and text it to you or something. So. Yeah, yeah. No. I uh, yeah, I think it's got to be the best Land Rover. I mean, it just sort of it's just mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. what it is. So you know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right, all right. So let's um, let's see, let's let's jump to now. So you know, we've got something in every category. Now, yeah, right. We, we do. Which so the best Land Rover, the eighty-inch. We, uh, yeah. Now mm-hmm. we've got to start deciding which is stacking more than and else. which one is yes. So yeah. now it's going to get a little trickier. Let's jump to uh, let's jump to the Trek. Ooh, the Trek. Well, the Trek is probably I, the... Yeah. I dropped it in off-roady. Yeah, but I think that's the right place I mean, for it. Is it more I, off-roady than the Camel Trophy Trek? It is a daily driver. That is 100% true. Mm-hmm. Liza drives it most days. Um, you mm-hmm. know, so it could easily fit there. Uh, it's certainly mm-hmm. more daily drivery than the Range Rover. The question mm-hmm. is, is it more off-roady than the Camel Trophy truck? I think... Probably in like pure capability, uh, the Defender is probably more capable. It has all those computers making sure that it kind of never gets stuck. But, yeah, but there's an icon, right? <laughs> if you happen to bump into a tree stump or something, you could drain mm-hmm. all the fluid out of the radiator or something. Uh, True, whereas the right? camel would very lunk, it would very likely uproot that stump by running into it. You know, it's yes. uh, it's made of a little yep. sterner stuff. It's from a kind of a different decade altogether. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I would say maybe the 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 110 uh, new Defender, the Trek Defender, is probably the best daily driver. I think that's probably Ooh. that's probably the right mm-hmm. place for it. Now it's an extremely capable off roader, extremely capable yeah. off roader. But yeah. I think it's probably the best daily driver because hey, if all of a sudden a mudslide breaks out or a, a blizzard or a, you know like you have to drive through a demilitarized zone. You know, it's mm-hmm. ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's ready to go. It's got sure. max tracks on it at the mall. Or so you're, you're ready, just, you know. Yeah, pick up pick up the kids from soccer, right? And, yeah, you uh, know, if you have a, yeah. a rough day at the Costco, you've got max tracks. So, you know. That's right. No problem. That's right. No problem. That's right. right. Let's jump down to, uh, let's go with the, uh, with the. the 57 uh, uh, Series 1. 57. The yellow 57 um, Series 1 station wagon. That's incredibly rare car. Yet to see. 
still in Linus's so, garage, still in Linus's mm-hmm. garage. It's a car I recently recently purchased from Linus. Mm-hmm. So in that, it is uh, it is it is it is sort of semi storage, semi Linus. I'm sure is still driving it all the time, uh, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to you got to drive them. So it is certainly one of the best uh, cars out there. It is probably the best example, or one of the very best examples of the 88 inch station wagon. They made none of those cars. It's an original North American spec car. I don't think it's quite the 80 inch. I, I think, uh, you know, that it's, it's probably, uh, it's probably second, not necessarily to my 80 inch, but maybe the 80 inches in general. I think I prefer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the 80 inch is a little, little bit more Land Rovery. It's a little more original. Uh, you know, the 58 though has all kinds of neat little things on it. And again, it's an original car. Um, you know, nothing's been modified, nothing's been changed. So, uh, you know, there's sort of that as well. So yeah, I think that's the best Land Rover, but maybe it's second best to the 80 inch. I think that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Let, let's jump down to like a couple of the, the D1 and D2. We'll, we'll do the those D1 at the same and D2 time. discoveries. Yes, right. both discoveries. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. We had both a Discovery 1 and a Discovery 2. I'm yeah. going to put them in amazing, but never leave the shop because yeah, pretty much. You know, memory serves. Yeah. <laughs> the engine uh, blew in both cars. Uh, yeah. So the, the D2 was to replace the D1 where the motor exploded in it because the dealer forgot to put the radiator cap back on the car mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, it immediately overheated and exploded, um, mm-hmm. which is which is unfortunately my poor mother got <laughs> stranded like in Lethbridge, Alberta, because the car uh, that she just picked up from the dealer uh, didn't have the radiator cap on it and she drove yeah. into Lethbridge. It got about, I don't know, a third of the way there and it exploded on her. So not so good. That dealer didn't win the service award that year, I imagine. Sure yeah. didn't. Sure didn't. Yeah. So that's uh, so that one was totaled um, because of that. And then as part of that replacement deal, the dealer uh, gave her a great deal on a Discovery Two, um, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. that car, uh, the block cracked in it. So, uh, yep, I remember that. So um, those I would say are both, you know, maybe are not necessarily representative of the line, but also, but pretty much par for the course for those particular yeah. North American V eight. Uh, Land Rovers, they were, they were not great. They were not great. So, so, so would you put those in the amazing, but don't leave the shop or in the daily driver? I mean, they were daily drivers, but they They were were? in the shop a lot. They were in the shop a lot. And, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the right place. Maybe take a, take a, take a step outside of your personal experience. And and I feel like they're on the road a lot, right? People so, drive the Discovery One and Discovery Two every day with the three point nine liter motor or four liter motor, respectively. Yeah, many yeah. Land Rover meetups, and they're mostly D ones and D twos. Mostly D ones, you know. D2s. Yeah, absolutely. So they're so. pretty off roady. They are pretty um, off roady. Those mine were not. So, mine were just regular run of the mill nope. ones. Certainly took them off road, yep. but uh, but yep. they were not modified. They had no raised anything. And I gotta say, I like the Discovery One a lot more than Discovery Two. A little bit aesthetics, mm-hmm. a little bit just how the car was. I mean, a Discovery one is basically a Defender with a Discovery body on it. So it it, yeah. it was, you know, it was it felt like a 110. It kind of drove like one and and except mm-hmm. that it had like working air conditioning and like the seals were like mm-hmm. mostly not leaky except for the sunroofs and some sure. of that. So, yeah, I don't know. I think they're good. They were good daily drivers until they weren't at all anymore. Got it. And they're 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 behind the Range Rover Classic. Uh, I would prefer the Range Rover Classic to both uh, Discoveries. I think that's fair to say. Sure. I think I think for me, double armrest in the back. It's the double armrest in the back. You can't. How do you? I mean, you can't get. uh, You can't get better than that. Yeah, that was definitely. That was definitely it. And my particular Range Rover 
uh, was such where the steering wheel, um, it, there wasn't quite enough clearance between the top of the seat and the bottom of the steering wheel. So I had to kind of like rub mm-hmm. my legs underneath it. I'm not exactly sure why, because sure. my later Range Rover wasn't that way. So whatever. Hmm. Anyways, but it was a nice daily yeah. driver. All, all those cars drove nice on the road and you could drive them back and forth to Edmonton and it was fine. So God yeah. forbid you have yeah. to drive to Edmonton. Uh, no, I mean, or flight Edmonton or, or anything, teleport yeah, to Edmonton, anything Edmonton, Edmonton. Don't no. do it. No, don't, don't do it. it. No, exactly. Don't, don't do, it. do it. All right. Let's, uh, let's go back. Uh, we just did a couple of moderns. Let's, let's go back in time a little bit. Let's pick, yeah. um, the bug guy maybe. Oh, the bug eye. Yeah. The bug eye. So that's now, uh, the Yap family has the bug eye, uh, and it mm-hmm. is looking fantastic. I was up there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just a few months back uh, for the 100th episode, and uh, the bug guy was there, and uh, now it is safely in the Yap family's uh, hands. And that's a great car. That one's uh, that one is uh, is definitely pretty nice. Um, it's got mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, it's super rare. Um, they made, yep. maybe they made 100, maybe they made 200. Kind of hard to say, but they did not make a lot, and they did not make them on mm-hmm. purpose. They, uh, they made them as a stopgap <laughs> uh, lighting change. And so, you know, they're a little funky looking, um, you know, uh, the Yap family has put a great soft top on it and redone all the galvanizing, fixed the yeah, wiring harness, some nice. of that. So it's like a, it's a nice car. It's so they did a really, mm-hmm. now I want it back. You know, it's like, it's like, I don't have room for everything, but uh, man, I always, I always uh, regret uh, getting rid of that. So I would say, yeah, that's probably a best, uh, that's one of the best Land Rovers. Uh, you know, that's definitely, it's behind okay. the series ones, but it's a, it's a solid, it's a solid car. It's uh, it's really kind of it, you know it's a fun daily driver. You could daily drive it certainly, um, you know, but it's mm-hmm. just a really just a really good car, solid car, and uh, it's, it came out really nice. Uh, Ike and uh, and Linus and the gang up at Pangolin did a hell of a job uh, uh, putting that car together and uh, making it real yeah. nice. So yeah. yeah, we never did. We never had time. Never did. And this is a uh, series three. Oh, that's not, a series yes, three. That's a series three. Uh, not a series three. So that's a, uh, that is my daily driver. Most of uh, the time when I'm driving a, uh, a series car, I'm driving my series three and uh, it's great. You know, it's, it's kind of the best running, best steering, best braking one that I have. Um, but it's not mm-hmm. a, you know, it's not like a great example of a Land Rover. It's just a series <laughs> three. Uh, there's nothing really remarkable about it. It's a North American series three that runs and drives. It doesn't have its original motor in it. Um, you know, it's got some upgraded, it has a roll cage and some things that the previous owner put in has modern seat belts and stuff. So, um, you know, so it's not like a a museum or concourse example of a series three, but it happens to be the one that I drive most of the time. We're about to take the roof off of it and, uh, it'll be full-time soft top here coming up pretty soon, uh, which will be awesome. And, uh, cause it gets to be like 300 degrees here in the summer now. So that'll be nice. Mm -hmm. Like driving around on the friggin' sun. So, uh, you know, so that'll be nice. So yeah, that's that's a great daily driver. I would say that's probably better than any of the discoveries of the Range Rover. Probably not not quite as good as the Trek as a daily driver, but uh, but you know, I prefer it. I would prefer that over over the Range Rover sure. or either the Discovery. There's uh, for sure. There is something about driving daily an old vehicle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. It's, it's it is just better. It's just better. yeah, and I I think the two A is probably the sweet spot for like best overall ownership mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. you know still being able to sort of look like a vintage land rover into it but the series three is you know with you know a proper overdrive and with uh you know fully synchronized transmission and with you know the basically the same motor but you know a little bit a little bit in interior that is uh oriented a little bit more to uh like seeing what you're doing and driving uh comfortably um you know yeah it's a it's a pretty great pretty great daily mm-hmm. driver and i do that's I, that's the car i drive most of the time so 
Got Makes it. sense. Well, there you go. There you have it. All right, so we're getting down to the end here. We're getting We've down to the nitty gritty uh, here. Yeah, you know, these are these are the final three. Two two defenders left. I mean, we'll, the third one, I, I I made a mistake and put in the wrong vehicle. Um, oh, yeah, it's and it's hard to delete it in the yeah. software. So so yeah, we can enough, do that one enough. real quick, which is I believe a fifty-seven. Um, uh, what is this one? A fifty-seven. Oh well, that uh, that one that one should probably be. Why do, why don't we? Because I don't think we've talked about my uh, six-cylinder two A uh, Ted. Uh, there which, you go is the finest uh example of a six-cylinder not a car in existence um mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. the most original <laughs> which i'm sure everybody who has one is like no it's not you mine is <laughs> but uh but uh, ted is a is not just a great car i mean it is a great car it's a perfect example of the not mm-hmm. a six-cylinder that has not had anything changed uh it has its original paint it has its original you know everything motor every piece of that car is original to the car and uh, of course, Ted, who who owned the car for uh, basically, uh, you know, it, it will absolutely its entire life up until we bought it uh, from him. Um, I had no know. idea. That's why you called it Ted. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, Eichenlein is founded in a barn. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, this gentleman called them and said, hey, you know, I, I want to get my car going. Uh, I took it apart, you know, basically in the in the 70s because it burned an exhaust valve, which happens in those six cylinders very easily. And I took the motor mm-hmm. out. I was going to convert it to a different motor, but then I decided I, I shouldn't do that. And so anyways, can you guys put it back together and get it running? And so, I thought, yeah, of course, and uh, uh, set about the business of doing that. Um, the few things that needed to be fixed, um, you know, were all new old stock parts in it. And so uh, finally, about a week or two before it was time to, uh, give Ted a ride. He wanted to drive it, but that was ultimately decided that would be too dangerous because he was in his 90s. Um, he <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately passed away before he got a chance to go for a ride. Oh, that's, uh, that's so terrible. Yeah, so we I lovingly not, refer uh, to it as Ted. And uh, mm-hmm. if you listen to the show, there's a whole summer breakdown about it. I bet you there is. I bet you there, I bet is. You there is. That's funny. If you like shows about Land Rovers, isn't it a bad one? Yeah. In, you know? between, in between sandblasting and riveting, yeah, there's you got a, a little, bit of a, little bit heartfelt of a... Heartfelt show. Oh, that's a, it's a lovely tribute that you that you did for him. That's I think that's really nice. Ted's probably the second best Land Rover that we own next to the 80 inch, and it might be depends on the day. Sometimes I like it more than the 80 inch. Uh, you know. Uh, oh wow. Ted also Ted also gets daily driven quite frequently. Uh, we just took mm-hmm. Ted uh, camping. Uh, did a big off road right. trip with it, and uh, you know, so Ted Ted uh, Ted sees uh, uh, probably as much mileage as any other car in the collection, probably mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. than maybe save the rally car. Uh, you know, does sure. the most off-road miles of any uh, of any of the cars. So, yeah, I think it's a tight, it's a tight, it's a tight race between the 80 inch and Ted. Man, they're uh, they're both uh, they're both real favorites uh, for sure. Yeah. So, all right, two um, defenders left in the stack. Middle two defenders and left. New. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with. I guess let's go with new. Um, yeah, the TD we'll PDCI say, we'll save... defender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that now for me? You know, yeah. I had the I had the pleasure of. of Joining you at um, oh god, I forgot the name as soon as I Eastner Castle. Eastner Castle, Castle. Thank you. yeah, Eastner Castle. Um, and we did we did a whole weekend there, driving all yep. of the uh, off road trails um, yep. with uh, with the boys. It was uh, it was such a such a fun trip. And yeah, for me, yep. I mean these these next two are I, I would say my favorite uh, right, uh, right Land Rovers. I think mostly because of experience, right? Like I love riding around in in an old in any old car, but um, but I think my i don't know i've always had a, a i've always loved these sort of classic defender uh style absolutely yeah absolutely and, uh, 
Yeah, so, well, and the, uh, and so, the TDCI defender, the one that you grabbed, the Puma. Mm-hmm. It's not the Puma. Mm-hmm. The TDCI defender, that was the one that we drove. Not that exact one, but that was basically yeah, yeah, the yeah. one that we drove. Because 2009 forward, well, really 2007 forward with the switch in 2009, but whatever. Mm-hmm. The Puma body style, the TDCI Ford Motor style car. That was the one that, mm-hmm. yeah, we took out with Neil and Rob and the whole the yeah. whole gang uh, there at Eastern Castle and uh, Griff and everybody there. Uh, what an amazing group of people there. Holy moly. And uh, yeah, if you ever have for the listeners, if you ever have an opportunity to go there, it is 100% worth it. It is oh, it was yeah. such a good time. The team was so accommodating. I had just had knee surgery and right. they still oh, let me right. drive around on the wrong right. side of the road in a, in a manual transmission vehicle. Um, no, that's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, th- thank God for anti-stall, you know, I mean, that yeah. really helped me out there quite a bit. Um, first time driving an anti-stall too. Um, yeah, it's great. But yeah, I mean, we, we got, we, we wrecked one and just abandoned it, didn't we? And then somebody... We did, the yeah, broke, we did. Right? The, yeah. So we broke a bunch yeah. of stuff on it and then, yeah. yeah, they just like, just leave it. They'll figure it out. And they just brought another one over and we just kept driving that one. And uh, no, That's we did amazing. all the, we did all the great stuff. We did uh, King Hussein's bomb hole, uh, mm-hmm. which, is, which is a really, really tough one. Uh, we went down to Camel Bridge, which they don't take mm-hmm. a lot of people down there because it's a bit of a nightmare yep. to get down there and get back. Um, I, I've been down there twice. And actually Duncan Barber, mm-hmm. uh, my good friend and uh, Camel Trophy organizer actually sent me a piece of Camel Bridge uh, signed by a bunch of mm. guys. So that's that. That's, that's that awesome. log that's in my office. Mm-hmm. That's a piece of piece yeah. of Camel Bridge. But uh, but yeah, no, that was a super fun time, and that's a great car. I mean, you know, the Defender, in my opinion, uh, never got better than that. Uh, you know, the new mm-hmm. Defender is obviously a different kind of car altogether, and so that really was the culmination of. If you want to really argue about it, kind of all the way from the first. Land Rover from the from the 48 series yeah one, absolutely all the way through to 2016 when they uh when they discontinued them that was kind of the evolution of that of that model of the utility model 100%. and it's great and I, I think, mean it really is yeah I, I, and I'm, I'm sure there's other people that would agree with me or other people that would hate me for saying it but like that's the, you know I love that you can draw a line from a series one to yeah. you know a 2016 defender and yeah 100 that is you know, the, the sibling or, or you know, yeah. of yeah. that car, right? And yeah. Yeah. the new Defender is not. It's it's, it's something not. different. It's I mean, I know there's other things. It's there's stuff, but, you know, I definitely, yeah, there's there's a there's a special place for the Defenders for me. I so, which brings us that. to the uh, to the last one. Uh, yes, um, the Dream Machine, the, the, the rally car. The Dream Machine. So I that think, one is, uh, yeah, I mean, where, where, where does it go? It was a daily driver for most of your life. For most uh, of my it life, was, yeah. uh, it's arguably one of the most off-roadiest. Um, yes, it is a dedicated rally car now. Yeah. Arguably best. Um, it it, is, where yeah, does it go? It where does it go? I mean, yeah, that's, I would true. say and currently it's uh, stuck in the shop in New also York nev- because the um, also never leaves the shop. So it really, the only place it doesn't yes, fit yes. is maybe pretty okay. Right. It's like, definitely it's, not pretty okay. Yeah. It's, it's greater it's than, it's better, better than, than pretty that. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So where does I it go? Think it's what do you think? Probably the most off-roady. Uh, not just because it's a Defender and the Defender 90 is a pretty off-roady car, but because it is now a mm-hmm. purpose-built rally car, uh, you know, Terra Trip and all. Uh, sure. It is, it is, you know, dedicated mm-hmm. to off-road racing. And uh, that is its only Sweet job graphics. now. 
<laughs> sweet yeah. graphics. Yeah. Uh, you know, goes over. I mean, jumps you got sweet real graphics good. on a rally car. You know, you got to have sweet graphics. <laughs> yeah, you got to have sweet graphics. Yeah. So I think really the the you know the Defender is uh, you know the Dream Machine is probably the most off roady, more so than the Camel Trophy truck because it is you know mm. modern built to be super capable today, not super capable sure. in 1993. It uses modern everything. Well, but yeah, and you could also make the argument, you know, a, a Defender 90 was also a very iconic camel trophy Absolutely. vehicle, right? Like, Absolutely. Well, 110, yeah, yeah. I guess. But the, yeah, the 110, know, and, um, the, and the, they, they did use the 90. They used the Land Rover 90 one year. But yeah, the Defender mm, is just sure. as synonymous with camel trophy. And some people would say is more synonymous. Some people don't like the camel trophy discoveries. I personally think that the Discovery is the Camel Trophy car because that was what most of the competitors drove. Um, and mm -hmm. it was sort of, you know, uh, you know, it was, but, it was so iconic looking. Didn't you know, but all, I mean, all of the competitors, which to be fair, it's not a huge number, but all of the competitors right. I have met are all like, oh, I, I took the 110 instead of well, the They took Camel, the two right? 90s, yeah, because you, you would get one Range Rover or two right, Defender 90s. So most of them mm -hmm. took the two Defender 90s. Yeah, Bill Burke certainly did that. Um, and mm -hmm. he still has his, that, that's that 90, that green one that's that he has awesome. is his camel trophy one. That's the one they, that he got when he, uh, when he did the camel trophy. So, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool thing. And I think that, uh, you know, I don't know. Well, Bob Ives has his actual camel trophy truck, the 110 that they drove. He and his brother mm -hmm. drove. Um, and mm -hmm. there are a few mm -hmm. competitors that have their actual trucks and, uh, that's pretty cool. It's really neat when uh, mine, mine was a mechanics vehicle. So. Not sort of yep. the same thing, but when the teams can own their cars, when that happens, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's a neat, that's, that's an awesome thing to have. But, you know, that being said, like, our, you know, it's just like Jenna and Liza having our Defender, you know, that's the team car. You know, the names are on the side mm -hmm. for the people that own the car. So that's pretty cool. That's, that's yeah. pretty neat. And yeah. that so there you go. That's the uh, that's the list. Uh, you know, the very best being the 80 inch, second best being uh, Ted, the not a six cylinder, uh, then the uh, 88 inch or yellow 88 inch station wagon. Uh, finally, the bug eye that uh, is now the app, the app bug eye, uh, pretty okay. The 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 Rover V8 uh, uh, 109 uh, Series Three, which which is which is true, the Stage One. Um, my first one was definitely a lot more pretty okay than the current one is, is fabulous and in perfect condition and all that. But uh, the the sum of that is definitely pretty okay. Uh, the pickup truck Series Three is a great car, but nothing really remarkable about that. Uh, amazing, but never leaves the workshop, I think describes the G4 Freelander as uh, it has literally never left the workshop. So that's uh, somebody's mm -hmm, workshop. Mm -hmm. Most off-roady, the uh, the Dream Machine, the Camel, and uh, and then the TDCI Defender. And the TDCI Defender, the girls are talking about uh, taking it on the Gazelle in Morocco. So that's no, going to make it even more off-roady. Even more off-roady. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the Daily Drivers, the Trek Defender 110, which can also be, of course, uh, an off-roady one for sure. Um, and then uh, the series, my daily driving series three, uh, the old uh, either of the of the Range Rovers exploded or beautifully restored. Uh, and then the two discoveries, unfortunately, that uh, both met uh, with uh, unpleasant. End. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's a pretty compelling list. There you go. It is. It sure is. It sure is. So we would be uh, remiss if we didn't uh, if we didn't uh, do two things. One is quickly talk about your scout, uh, which uh, you mm -hmm. can uh, find out more at at scouting about uh, scouting about uh, on scouting about. Uh, Instagram. Scooting about. Scooting about. It's uh, Instagram. It's with What's the uh, with two eyes, like uh, like 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 Roman numeral number two. Scouting oh, yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Scoot in the boot. And, and what's, uh, you know, I, I obviously was there when you bought it and we've had a lot of fun in that car, but 
What is it about the international harvester that, uh, that uh, you know, sort of uh, excites you? Now, I know you have an international harvester podcast. I've never listened to it, though. I don't know. I, maybe it's good. I, I, don't I mean, know. I don't know why you won't listen to it, you know, but uh, it's a great show. We have, we have a great time on it. Amazing guests. Um, you know, you're missing out. I'll have you on yeah. the show sometime and we can yeah, do yeah, the, uh, some yeah, yeah. more. I'm thing. not going you know. to listen to it though, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll blame you. I don't blame yeah. you. No. So, I mean, for me, you know, my, my scout is, it's obviously, it's new to me. I, I bought it uh, from a, from a gentleman up in, uh, in Baker and, mm-hmm. um, but I was specifically looking for something that, you know, I could take kids out and, you know, sort of do some off-roady adventures. I'd always yep. wanted a vintage off-road vehicle and I was shopping mm-hmm. for a number of different, you know, models i was thinking about an fj for a while mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah um harvester was on, on the list um which i you know sort of um i think i was first introduced to it when we did a land ops event out yeah. in uh, dry lake probably Bed, johnson valley maybe uh I think johnson, johnson valley, valley. johnson yeah. valley dry lake yeah. Bed. yeah 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 and and then i did a little bit of research i started talking to my dad and i found out that my my grandfather actually owned an international harvester dealership huh. um back in you know would have been the 50s or 60s i imagine right um and that was, um, and that sort of sealed the deal for me because it was, you know, it, it drew me to that family legacy and, yep. Um, yep. you know, it has a little bit more meaning to me now. And, uh, and yeah, you know, mine is far from original, um, right. uh, and, but it's, uh, but it's, it's pretty cool. Just though. a blast to drive. Yeah. You know, we did a motor swap in it a number of years ago. So we've got a, a 392 in it, which is still an international, uh, motor. Uh, a lot of people do mm-hmm. the LS swaps in them these days. Um, I yeah. think if my motor ever died, I would probably go for an LS, but um, do something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. it's my it's super strong and it it's uh, it is uh, it is the overpowered uh, vehicle. It, it is uh, definitely so it there's it nothing underpowered. It can't come on the show. It no, can't come no. on this show. It's, it's no, no, no. It could pull your house yeah. off its foundation. That's a major monster yeah. truck. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's a really yeah. neat uh, neat car, and it's orange, so it's my favorite uh, car color. So that's uh, true. That's good. It's it true. could be it could be a G4 Freelander. You know, if you squint. Just there the right you go. Way. Maybe maybe we'll do up the uh, the scout to look like the Freelander one day. You know? That'd be great. I think we should absolutely it, do that. The scout <laughs> has always aspired to be a Freelander. That's right. Know? It is the undisputed yeah. king of Land Rovers. So uh, you know why yeah. not? Yeah, we'll get some and, uh, get some Nando and stickers on international there. harvesters. Yeah, exactly. Nando. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well. Unfortunately, Ike isn't here because he's in Australia, but every guest on the show, you wouldn't know this because you don't listen to the show, but uh, uh, needs to uh, answer the uh, the industry, the podcast universe's most difficult uh, line of uh, questions in uh, something we lovingly refer to as the underpowered hour lightning round uh, questions normally administered by Ike Goss, but in this case, uh, Ike has left behind uh, some questions uh, specifically for you. Uh, as, oh boy! Uh, you know uh, about uh, this will determine your preference, usually for Land Rover, but we can we can uh, broaden that out to basically any uh, vehicle. So uh, this yeah. is a uh, yeah, this is a short question with even shorter answers format, uh, as quickly as you uh, as you can, as to uh, Got eliminate any potential bias uh, by getting to think about. Is it, it so, also going to determine like if I'm a serial killer? Like is it like a kind of like it's a, like that? Like yeah, a, it's like that. It falls, yeah, where do you yeah. fall on the spectrum? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Here yeah, we go. Good. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, gas or diesel? Mm, gas. Okay. Leafs or coils? Leafs. Oh, interesting. Hard top or soft top? I've always wanted a soft top. I've only owned hard top. So let's say let's say soft. Let's say soft. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, it's nothing wrong with being soft. Um, bronze green or tambours orange? Bronze green. Bronze green. Yeah. That's a, that, that's a that's a good solid choice. And finally, 
Uh, how do you remove 90 weight gear oil from your underpants? Let's see. How would I do that? I think I would come to the shop. I'd drive from mm -hmm. my house. Assuming mm -hmm. I got it on my house, drive yeah. to the shop. I think I just put them on this workbench here in front of me. <laughs> and then, and just then I would home. go home. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that's a perfect <laughs> score. That's uh, that's a hundred percent. 100% right answers. Uh, well, Chris, yeah. thanks for uh, thanks for the co-hosting uh, job. We appreciate it. And uh, Pleasure. sorry you won't listen to this show. Uh, it's uh, too bad. I think this has been a pretty good one. Uh, but uh, can't yeah. couldn't couldn't pay me to do it. I'm not going to do it. I won't yeah, do it. Fair enough. So you get paid entirely in tiny Ike stickers. So uh, you know. Oh, like, yeah. There you go. So I they have no. I don't know if I want no that cash either. value. No cash value. I'm gonna so. I'm gonna go back to uh, the kangaroo. Oh. I want a, a kangaroo fighting a Linus. Kangaroo I guess, Fight Club is what we Kangaroo decided. Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. 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 Linus fighting a kangaroo. The T-shirt. I think that. Yeah, yeah, it needs to happen. It needs to happen. All right. Well, on that note, uh, that's it uh, for uh, this week. Uh, if uh, you want to find out more about uh, Chris and uh, his scouts, uh, you can go to uh, Scouting About. On the old Instagram, uh, of course, you can always uh, head on over to the Underpowered Hour. Uh, check out what we've got going on, uh, both uh, on the website, on the store. Buy yourself some tiny Ikes if uh, you're running low. And hey, if you feel like you, uh, you know, you want to uh, look at uh, some of the stuff that we're doing in the workshop, you want to get an inside track on some of the stuff we're working on, head on over to the old Patreon. And uh, if you're a Patreon of the show, you get all kinds of great, uh, kinds of great stuff, all kinds of sandblaster and rivet centric content in there so uh who wouldn't who wouldn't want to do that who wouldn't want to do that um it's a but, riveting uh, time it's a riveting time thanks again chris for your time and uh we'll uh, talk to you real soon all right thank you my friend the underpowered hour is produced by liza barris ike goss and me steve barris pavel svartov composed and performed our theme music consider supporting the show on patreon and if you already do thank you your support makes the show possible for even more check out our instagram or facebook